Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your day. My name is Angie, and thank you for joining us for another edition of The Bookkeeper's Voice. Today, once again, I am joined by Sharon Smith, the Senior Bookkeeper and Financial Consultant from Off the Hook Bookkeeping, which is Amy's business. And we're going to discuss one of our favorite topics, cash flow. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Great. Cash flow. It's my biggest hit. I love it. It is. <laughs> it is. And today I wanted to do actually a big shout out to Tanya Willis from Willis Enterprises, um, which we were actually discussing cash flow forecasting and reports last year in one of our free consultations that we do. And she and I had just a really lovely chat about how much she loves the podcast and how it inspires her to do more with her business and become savvy, basically. And during the conversation, like I said, we were talking about cash flow. And she was also one of the clients that really made me want to push to do this series because we love cash flow and us as bookkeepers we need to push more for cash flow for ourselves and for our clients businesses because it um it makes a big difference doesn't it huge everybody needs a cash flow forecast it does. It does. So yeah. just want to do a quick shout out to Tanya. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's get into cash flow. <laughs> As bookkeepers, we are always talking about how our clients actually need to do their cash flow, understand it, and how it will really help fix and remedy their cash flow mismanagement because it's one of their actual top problems that they have within their businesses. However, when was the last time you, as in our listeners, did a cash flow projection for your own business? Today, Sharon and I want to talk you through doing cash flow reports to help you plan for your year ahead so that you can then better support your clients and their year ahead. I'm pretty excited about it. Hey, Sharon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, and, it's. And I agree as yeah. keepers, if you don't understand your own cash flow, it's very, very hard for you to then um, help your clients understand why they need a cash flow and how mm. important it is. Um, it's a very, very useful tool for financial management for planning for everything and I honestly believe that it's something every business no matter how big or small 
should have and should yeah. understand. And I think mm. too, especially with running your own business, especially a bookkeeping business, because it's but running a bookkeeping business is stressful. There is so much to do for clients on a weekly, monthly basis. And then you also have to stop and then try and concentrate on your own business. And by really being up on your own cash flow formulas, your projections and everything, I find it helps de-stress that yes. you know where your business is going. I know, yeah, like I was telling you before we even started doing this podcast that I really want to do this episode to really help support our listeners and really taking that step and doing mm. that ongoing monthly cash flow report on their own business because I talked to some of our clients and they aren't sure if they can join our new savvy membership that they're so excited about at our bronze level which is only eight dollars a week and they're not honestly sure if they can do that which as a bookkeeper it worries me because eight dollars a week really isn't that much to to be able to say yes I can afford it in my cash flow or no I can't yeah and I think the big thing that people need to understand is the difference between budgets and cash flow yes because your budget will um be using all your non-cash deductions as well yes um whereas your cash flow is only cash so Mm. for example if you've got a equipment loan and you're paying 150 dollars a week to that equipment loan it doesn't come on your your profit and loss because it's an it's not um, an expensed item for p&l but it's something that you've got to be able to account for in your cash flow because that's money coming out of your account. Exactly. So that's where I think it's very, very important. It runs alongside your budget to know that this is what you're having to spend, but this is what we're also budgeting for. So, you know, you need to be able to know that in the next weeks ahead, this is what money we're coming is coming in, but then also what do we need to pay for? You know, and so that way we can cash flow forecast and cash flow budget all those bigger expenses. Because I don't know how many people I go, oh, but I've got insurance to pay for. I've got this to pay for and this big expense. Um, Where if you have that correct cash flow forecast, you you know that it happens on this date, either every every month or every year. So you can plug it in and say, I need to know that I've got this much money available. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And you actually, it's so great. I love it when you already say what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had written that down that, you know, doing your ongoing monthly cash flow projections for yourself helps you understand your cash position and your client's cash position so Mm. that you can pay your expenses, your bank loans, your taxes, um, purchase assets to allow for growth within the company. Yes. It's so important. And as a business development manager, this is what I always look at when I look at businesses as well. It's I, you know, yes, paying your taxes, paying your loans, paying your ongoing expenses. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's very important. But for me, I always look at what needs to be purchased to help grow your business. That's right. Yeah. I I want to get another employee, but can I afford their wages? Exactly. So this is where you can actually put that increase in wages into your cash flow forecast to go, how is that going to affect? Yeah. You know, and I know 
There's a lot of bookkeepers right now because of COVID, they have become so busy. A lot of solopreneurs are deciding to get VAs. They're starting to get part-timers or casuals just to come in and help. And a lot of bookkeepers actually are looking at doing traineeships and mentoring to help new bookkeepers to really start excelling within the industry, which I personally love. But again, they're just at the point where they aren't sure if they can actually afford it. And, you know, working with you and Savvy and Off the Hook, I love our discussions because we can actually sit down and you can easily tell us, yes, we can do this. No, we can't. This Mm. is something that we can maybe do in six months. This is something, you know, you can really be able to answer the questions of the my mind going what if we do this yeah yeah that's right and I know it makes a big relief you know thinking of Amy as a client instead of our you know boss but you know thinking (laughs) you know you're the bookkeeper thinking of savvy and off the hook as a client Mm. you allow her to have so much more of an idea what's going on on a daily basis because you're doing the books not her because when you That's do the correct. books it's a completely different situation as well as if when you do your own bookkeeping so anyone who can afford please definitely get someone else to do your books so that you have someone from the outside looking in because that makes a big difference as well um, but because you do all of that great work with the cash flow and you know what's going on it helps take away a lot of business owners' stress and entrepreneurial stress. Well, that's right, because when you're looking at it, you can go, well, we've got all these expenses coming up. Mm. We need to increase sales. You yeah. know, it can be like that. Or, you know what, we have our sales are so great that, yes, we can buy that new piece of equipment. Yes, we can hire that new person. And, and it's just looking at it from that point of view as well. Yeah, Mm. it's great. It makes such a difference. And, you know, for solopreneurs, it can be, yes, I can't afford to take that holiday that I want. Yes, I can't afford to redo my office and my home office or, you know, yes, I can get that that business car. Yep. (laughs) Love it. Your way of thinking. (laughs) Love it. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it makes, it makes a big difference or even just something as simple as yes, I can upgrade my computer system. I can get a new computer. It's knowing that you can do these things to further help the growth of your business, whether you want to actually grow in terms of getting the bigness, the business bigger, or Mm -hmm. if again, you are a solopreneur, you want to only work, you know, the 30, 35 hours a week, And then when you hit max capacity, that's it. You can still grow your business at max capacity, just in different ways. It helps you as, you know, as you said, as a solopreneur that, you Mm. know, I want to do this personally. So can I afford to take that dollars out of the business for myself to do that one thing, you know, as you said, like a holiday or Mm. something even, you know, small, like I'd really like a new lounge suite, you know, can the business pay for that for me because of all the work that I put in? You exactly. know, because so I don't actually pay money. myself. <laughs> That's right. You know, can I, or hey, we can actually say, can I start actually paying myself yes. a few hundred dollars a week now? Yes. Because what's the point in running your own business if you can't actually give yourself a wage? 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it is so exciting um, mm. when you can actually do that. I know from just a personal bit, my partner just actually created, made his solopreneur business. So he had employees, but he actually made his business into an official company this past September. And he is now for the first time in 13 years, paying himself a wage every single mm. week. And yeah. to get to that point, he was so excited. And yeah. it was, I've been saying that he could for a while, but I don't do his books. It was his bookkeeper that sat down with him and said, no, you can actually have a very good wage every single mm -hmm. week. Well, because that also then comes in to help when you put your cash flow into your budget as well. Exactly. And that's because what she did. Looking, yeah, because we're looking at reducing tax. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's what so, she did. And so that's where you need to actually use your budget and your cash flow combined together because, but you need to understand the differences and what they show and what yes. they tell you. Yeah. As well. And I always feel bad, you know, when I'm talking to our clients and I, it's a new client, let's say, and I'm like, okay, so question number one, have you created a business plan? No, no, I've started it, but you know, I haven't finished it. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. So first mm -hmm. things first, you know, savvy is all about doing things in the right order. Make sure you do your business plan. The next bit in the business plan, I always check in to say, have you skipped over that financial section in your business plan? Oh yeah. It, it's all in my head. I don't really need to write it down. And then they get a bit sheepish admitting that they haven't done their actual budget and that they don't do a cash flow forecast it's okay to admit that you don't but most people when they do that they hmm. think they know this is what I'm coming in and this is what's going out but they forget hmm. some little things like having a $10 a month bank fee does affect your cash flow mm -hmm. you know and it's only a little bit but it does affect it. And then they, they forget that they've got this fee to pay. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got to go and pay for this now because, and you know, it's and bookkeepers not, have so many subscriptions that you have to pay. Oh, for subscriptions well. are the worst for cash flow because yeah. people, if you don't put forget. them in, it's like, oh my God, I've got this coming out and it's, you know, $150 and I've forgotten all about it. And that's why you, it's important to have in your business plan mm. as well as you can, you know, and that's why a cash flow to say, you know, my cash flows are done weekly but they're also done three months in advance all the time. Yeah, that way, I, I know I know that on this date, every month or every week, this subscription comes out, mm -hmm. you know, this payment, I can budget that I'm going to spend so much dollars on fuel because of running around costs of my car, mm -hmm. um, you know, and all those other, like I'm thinking of bookkeepers and yeah, it's mainly subscriptions. It's mainly subscriptions. It's that mainly subscriptions. Yeah. And then, you know, do you want to actually, um, put some money aside to put towards the household electricity bills and stuff mm. like that because you're using electricity and there's mm -hmm. things that you that are not thought of um, that you need to actually install in there but then by also doing it three months in advance you know that you're getting paid on this date this much money because you have those regular clients that will pay you weekly or monthly or quarterly if you or just quarterly. do the mass or something you have yeah, quarterly right. clients that you quarterly can guarantee are going so to come in having it that way you know that this week I'm going to have this much money coming in this week I'm not going to have any because there's no weekly clients that are paying or 
you know, it's only monthly on this date. So you can then forecast in the future that, well, I've got to be able to pay these bills, which are coming out on this date, mm. regardless, because I've got no control over stopping that. Yeah. So, no, and it's, know. you know, I always feel bad when I ask that question, that if they have their own cash flow for their own businesses, and there's no reason to be sheepish about it or mm. embarrassed that you don't do it. Just remember, again, you are running your own business. There's so much to do, which is why it's really handy to actually get someone else to do your bookkeeping mm. because then they can do it and it lets you separate yourself. From I think it. I've mentioned once before to you, mm. Angie, that I used to work as a business consultant, yes. um, helping bis struggling businesses. That was my job to help struggling businesses survive and get out of that, that down where they're almost ready to close the doors. And the one business that always sticks in my mind that I worked with was on a hundred, uh, I think it was a hundred and ninety something thousand dollar loss per year. Mm. And in 18 months, I got them to a $4,000 yeah. profit. Yeah. But that, Amazing. the tool that I mainly used was cash flow. Yeah. That's how I did it because they had no idea how they were paying their bills week mm. to week, month to month until I sat down with them with the cash flow to show this is what's coming in in your sales and this is what we need to project in sales every week to meet these demands of these bills and it's the cash flow that did that not you know yes we had budgets as well but keeping a strict eye cash, yeah cash is a whole on that cash other, flow. yeah yeah what's and coming into your bank account and what's going out and that was how I saved mm. a lot of business purely yeah. On cash flow, which is why it's my biggest thing. I love it. I think it's the the one yeah. and only thing. You always are so happy on cash flow days. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, Anytime it's just, I talk to you, you always have like this like, massive smile yes, when it's yeah. cash flow day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just know how important it is yeah. um, for businesses to have, no matter what the size of the business. You know, whether you've got yourself only working. Or you have mm. 10 employees yeah. um, or 100 employees. It's yeah. something that it's... It has to be there to know where you're going. To me, it's yeah. more important than looking at a profit and loss. And, you mm. know, it, it just makes a big difference as well, I think, if you don't do your own cash flow. I know, you know, before you started to do Savvy and Off the Hooks cash flow, Amy was doing it. And Amy mm -hmm. is incredible at doing all of her bookkeeping requirements. Like she's an amazing bookkeeper. Yes. But once she was able to step out of doing it, she was able to get the real entrepreneur, almost like the service that she was giving her clients. She was able to yeah. get that service back where mm. you're doing it you have no emotional ties you have no emotional investment no. you're just looking at the numbers and then having her review them and being like what was this can we take this out is this really a necessary you know, ongoing it, cost and that's, <laughs> and that's exactly it because while she's great with cash flow her cash flow is different to my cash flow and because yes. of the way I presented my cash flow to her it was like oh you know, there were some expenses that she was not aware of Yeah, that um, were so large, you know, yes. like she was aware of the expense. Please don't yes. get me wrong there. Yeah, she knew but, the number, but she didn't know, yeah. you know, and that's, 
and that's the same with everyone that's you know because you're so in your business you're like yeah i know this this is obviously i know, yes, it. I know it's my I'm business i'm a bookkeeper yeah i know i'm paying for this but yeah but it's when you get someone else to do it present it in a different way than you usually do that you can really sit down and be really mindful of things it's like a doctor isn't a doctor for themselves they have a doctor for mm -hmm. themselves it's the yes. exact same thing you know it yes. it makes it completely different um yes. so what i thought we would do today mm. very exciting oh. <laughs> i created another list guys <laughs> just because the last list was so great and i loved your feedback sharon so <laughs> what i've done is i've created seven reasons bookkeepers should do monthly cash flow reports and when i write this like when i say this i mean for yourselves and yes. for your clients so this is the kind of a double whammy so it's for both your clients and for yourself so we'll talk about kind of both avenues of it my number one reason is short-term planning because if covid have has taught us bookkeepers anything oh you need to be up on having some short-term plans to get through anything that comes up <laughs> the world can throw anything at you yeah so short-term particularly planning. particularly in the service industry mm. you just don't know how long that service is going to be required <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah. i thought you know the number one reason would be your short-term planning and this can be everything it can be your key performance indicators which is kpis if anyone ever sees that acronym thrown around places mm -hmm. kpi means key performance indicators which really helps assess if you have a team or just yourself the progress of your business and mainly it's used for sales but it goes for management client retention everything mm -hmm. But then it also will help with a cash flow forecast for personal development, because as bookkeepers, there's always more personal development you can do. Always something you've got to keep on top of, particularly as a BAS agent. You know, you yes. must do so many hours a year to keep that license. Yes, <laughs> um, definitely. And again, so I've put personal development because last year as well, there was a lot of development, both personal and personal <laughs> that needed to be done. <laughs> um, there was so much information that needed mm. to be ingested, basically. Um, and then it can also help you with your actual marketing. You know, a, a lot of bookkeepers are realizing now that now that we're more virtual, you need to actually invest in your marketing. Mm. Keeping your cash flow up to date on a monthly basis will let you know what kind of marketing you can do. <laughs> that's it and like as you're saying with kpis i mean mm. you know when it comes to your cash flow forecasting you can have that one line that just says sales or income yes or you can drop that down into different areas so and we that do you know, yes. yeah which is what we do yes so mm. that way you know you can look at saying well i'm budgeting that we should be doing x amount of dollars in bass lodging mm -hmm. is that actually happening when you're actually looking at the cash coming through to your business or if, you know, you're doing it for your clients and they need a certain number of, you know, percentage of their income coming in as this particular sale or that particular mm -hmm. sale, you can look at that through your cash flow saying that this is actually coming through. So you can keep an eye on that. 
yeah. really easily. And from a sales point of view, I love it when we do that and we break it down between certain sections. And I do this Ooh. even within my own business, which is a product-based business. I have certain products that I know are the top sellers that mm. I make a lot of money off of and they're the ones that I should be pushing. It goes the same for bookkeeping businesses as well. Yes. Like you said, if you aren't doing, if usually your bass services are your top earners and they're not right now. Okay. So we need to be we focusing. Yeah. We need to be mm -hmm. looking at that. Why is that? And does it have to do with your marketing? Are you not mentioning your bass services enough? Do you need to? But then there's also yeah. other services that can be provided, not, you know, not just exactly. bookkeeping and um, bass services. You know, mm -hmm. you can be going out saying, well, I'm happy to come in and provide a reporting service for your business. You know, you exactly. do your books and I will just take the information and put it into something you can read. So, you know, there's all of that type of stuff that you can look at you know, mm. and help you forecast for yourself as well. Mm. And it really does help, you know, my head always goes in savvy about, you know, what's working, what's not working. And even just thinking of it from a client perspective, when you and I have our cash flow meetings, it really helps me understand what our clients are needing because mm. typically within the month, I can tell what our clients are going through in regards to the templates or in regards mm -hmm. to our services that we're selling. If you guys typically, typically months where you buy a lot of templates from us, it's usually because you're extremely busy and you just don't have the time to do it yourself and you just need one right now. Mm. We had a lot of that during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, could that have been JobKeeper mm. as well? Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. But mm. because of that, that was able for me to then help change my conversation around and make sure that we were talking about things that were specifically on your mind. That's why mm. last year when Maya and I first started doing our kind of website series, in sales and follow-up series, we then did another series right back to back to it about onboarding because we ended up noticing that so many people were looking into our onboarding templates and that they wanted help and support with it so that we did the podcast on the templates on the onboarding section. Mm. And you can do the same thing as bookkeepers. If you're noticing people are looking into these services and getting them with you well maybe then you need to be writing a blog about how you know this can further help you so that more people who aren't your mm -hmm. clients potential new clients can understand it and then come on board with you and you know also if it's a reporting system that you know your clients need but they aren't doing with you you can then also do a blog or something like that to help like educate cash them cash like cash flow to educate them so many businesses do oh, not have it so yeah if you as a bookkeeping service have your cash flow understand how important it is to you yourself mm. it's easier for you to then sell that service onto your clients that you do that for them Exactly. Which therefore increases your income, which increases the dollars that you can have for yourself to go, oh, here. 
And ultimately <laughs> increases your, your cash flow. Yes, which helps you provide for, you know, your personal development and everything else. So yeah. it's always good to know in your cash flow where you can expand that the top line, that income. But at the same time, you know, the cash flow then helps, as you know, for short-term planning, what funds are available for those immediate expenses. Exactly. And that yeah. I think is, especially this last year, this has been the biggest thing that has really helped. And you can tell mm. the businesses who had their short-term planning sorted with their cash flow because they were very easy to make very quick and important decisions mm. right away. And, yeah. you know, whether that's getting new assets, whether it's assets as an employees or new equipment systems programs upskilling programs anything it um it really makes a difference mm. my number my second reason number two reason for doing a monthly cash flow report is knowing where your money comes from and where it's going this is important and again as bookkeepers we know what a cash flow budget is. I'm not saying we don't know this. I'm just saying by doing your monthly report, you can actually see it. Yes. Yes. And yes. it's all those little things, especially where the money went, mm. all those little things that you forget about. You know, it's that subscription that you've got through Apple that's mm -hmm. coming through that's only $5 a month. That you forget about those are the ones that get you They're the, the, ones the that... tiny wee ones that you yeah. never remember that's right yeah. um your merchant fees mm. you know they they're only little but they can be you know really send you yeah. into a tears well for so... my business i use paypal and mm. i always forget how much paypal takes out of a purchase that's right your paypal fees oh it kills me every time I know it, but I, it's not until I do my monthly cash flow where I, I go in and I see where my money's gone. And then I'm like, oh, what is all this? I'm like, um, PayPal. But then, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, because PayPal fees come out straight away, you go, oh, but hang on, I sold $100. Why have I only got 90 Well, that's exactly what I do because <laughs> I, yeah. I reconcile all my actual orders as well. So oh. I'll be like, okay, so I sold this skirt. I have a skirt that's like a flat rate of $100. And every single time I'm like, why didn't I get $100? You forget, you do. You do forget about those fees. Yeah. So, but it lets you know. And if, if you plan your cash flow pro properly, you can actually see that, okay, all this money that's coming in, I can see it's coming in from this, this, or this sale. Mm. So that then helps you planning for the future going, well, most of my income's coming from here. Is that something where I should now expand on my marketing because it looks like it's the most popular thing or exactly I'm not getting a lot of sales through here but it's so easy and, and it's such a big profitable thing I need to push my marketing from that because yeah. I'm not getting that type of sale yeah mm. and, and that that's so why. important for, for bookkeeping as well and it's mm. it's also too if all bookkeepers have a service they prefer to do yes you love doing your cash flow flow reports. I love my reporting. Reports. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, I'm going to do what she doesn't like to do. She doesn't like to do payroll. So <laughs> it's always good to check how often she has to do payroll and what income is coming in for that so that maybe she can promote mm -hmm. doing health checks rather than payroll because she loves doing health checks 
instead. That's right. That is and, correct. you know, it, it all works really well. So knowing where your money is coming from and where it's going, it can really help make you love your business a bit more mm-hmm. because then you can be like, okay, so I love doing this. So I always promote it. And because I always promote it and I love doing it, I'm making so much more money from it, from everything else. So should this be like my main service if I haven't already made it my main service? Because that makes me excited to come to work every day. Yeah, it can also be on the other end that I'm making more money doing this, but I really don't like it. I'd rather do this. Yeah, so maybe you need to hire someone else to do that bit so you don't have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You know, it's... um. It's mm. just really understanding where things are coming and going. And it makes a big, a big yeah. difference. My third, I almost put this as my first reason, simply because it's super handy. But I put it as my third instead, is creating extra cash. Kind of comes on from what we were speaking about. Exactly. Just That's why I was like, I kind of put it in order for yeah. that. <laughs> it kind of comes in because, yeah, you can look at where your money's coming from. Mm. No, how can we create extra cash? Because if your your say your spendings is kind of like coming up, going, oh, you know, in three weeks' mm-hmm. time, I'm going to have a negative bank balance. Yes. You can look at it, going, where can I get extra cash? You know, yeah. and. You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, we do this at Savvy. We know mm-hmm. when there's a big influx of cash going out. And so I plan things around that. And yeah. I make what's sure. What's a big seller? What, what's, yeah. easy, what's easy coming in? Yeah. yeah. And you, th- that's what you do when you have a business. That's, that's just it, what happens. It also can be used for creating extra cash because I know that I want to hire another bookkeeper because mm-hmm. I don't want to do job A, which I hate doing. Exactly. So I need to create extra cash to be able to afford that new bookkeeper. What can I do to do that? You know, and there's a lot of multitude of things, but I suppose that a lot of people don't think of, including grants. Yes. And grants, there are grants. so many opportunities. There's so many right opportunities here. in grants on how you can actually create that extra cash flow. Mm. Um, so, you know, having that cash flow up to date will actually help you look at that and it helps you get the grants as well because you can actually submit the proper information that they they want without you having to do an extra like five hours amount of work to get a grant that you might not actually get (laughs) yes because they're not easy but yeah there's there's ways you know to create the extra cash for the extra employee or to create the extra cash because you need a new computer Mm. yours is just so old it's just like uh, oh you've you've heard about this new program that's going to help you so much in your business world you know Mm. and you need that extra cash looking at what's coming in can help you create that you know to give you the ideas on what to do and sometimes you may just look at it and go I have no idea how am I going to get extra money what what do I need to do because there's a lot of instances where that does happen you know Mm. And that's where I always look at, you know, there's the two, two bits of the cash flow is the gaining money and then the spending money. Mm. Typically, if it's hard for you to gain an extra bit of money for the next month, well, maybe you need to look at something and see if you can shred an expense. That's, that's it, which in ultimately gives you extra cash. 
It does. You've looked it does. at what you've looked at what you've actually spent and go, is that necessary? Mm. You know. Mm. And you know, are you subscribing to something that you're not actually getting any worth out of? Let's exactly. Exactly. Mm. And yes. that's just a really big thing to always think about because yeah, bookkeepers, you have to have so many subscriptions. And mm-hmm. sometimes I and I'm guilty of doing this myself is as a business owner, you have so many subscriptions that sometimes you just go, yeah, okay, I'll just upgrade this subscription or I'll get this subscription. Oh, it's renew it up for renewal again. I'll just tick it. I'm just going to tick it because I'm too busy to look into anything. And yeah. sometimes it's worth looking into things. I'm reading a book right now. It's got a hilarious name. It's called Kill Bills instead of Kill Bill the movie. It's Kill Bills. Yeah. And I've just started it last it. night. I absolutely, it's hilarious. It's such a good book. Um, but it's going in and, you know, do you need to every quarter sit down and spend half an hour reviewing the ongoing subscriptions you have? Are there any that you can downgrade? Are there any things like if you have your own office space can you negotiate your rent? Can you negotiate your water? Can you negotiate your um, gas, your electricity? That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, if, but also, is there something better out there that could be either, you know, be more useful, that like you could get rid of two exactly. subscriptions to pay for the one? Exactly. There's, there's, there's a lot of things. You really need to look at some of these subscriptions because I know it's what I've done with um, Off the Hook and Savvy. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was amazing. It's like, it's like we, I remember you doing it and you were like, oh, we can get rid of this match and this and we can combine it into this. And yeah, what do we have this for? Excited. What is this for? And like, oh, I don't know. Obviously. Yeah, there were so many. Oh, I don't <laughs> actually know what that's for. <laughs> um, but it makes a big difference and it makes a it difference in the long cash. way. As well. mm. like and it doesn't take that long like I think a lot of people don't do it because you go oh it's going to take me five hours you know but if you keep it up to date on a regular basis exactly I mean uh some businesses I've worked for it was a daily thing and I just spent 10 minutes every morning and I would go through yesterday's bank transactions and put them into my cash flow mm. and I would have everything allocated that you know this week is what I think should be coming out and if it has come out, I would color it red. If it hasn't come out, I would leave it black. So I knew to still expect it. So at the end of the that. week, at the end of the week, I should still have this much money in the bank. But that way I could see, mm. oh, this has come in and I forgot all about that. I best put that in for the next few months as well because it's an ongoing thing because mm. you've forgotten it. Yes. yes. It makes such mm. a difference. And it makes, again, it just helps take that pressure off of, yeah. When someone like me goes, can you afford $8 a week? And I can hear the panic in potential clients' voices when they go, no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not anyone's fault. You're a busy business owner. Life happens. Things happen. You can't expect yourself to be perfect all the time or do everything yourself. Yeah. That's why maybe get yourself a bookkeeper. But that's it. I mean, cash flow, keep it up to date, you know, depending on the transactions, you know how many transactions go through your bank. I mean, for off the hook, I only do it once a week. Every Mm. Monday I go through and I update it, Yeah. you know, but I've been in businesses where it was a daily thing. Yeah. You know, it all just depends how big. It it depends on how big everything is. Um, But so you know that 
this is what's come out, this is what's due to come out. You know, in three weeks' time, is my bank balance still going to be in the black or am I going to be in the red and I need to do something about it? Yeah. It's, it's all about that forward planning. Yeah. Which takes me um, into my next reason, future-proofing. <laughs> That's it. Again, <laughs> yep, last Again. year. COVID. Oh, my gosh. How many businesses, mm. you know, shut their shops? How many businesses, like I know friends personally, you know, that the, you know, hospitality industry was closed here in Melbourne, you know, it was non-existent. It was non-existent, the hospitality industry for months. So if you have a client, like if you were, you know, in Melbourne and you had a client that was in the hospitality industry, first thing they were going to cut was your bookkeeping service. Yeah, which it should have been the last thing to cut because you would have been the one to find extra cash and oh, yeah, help no, them along the way but that's a different if they story. have if they had nothing coming in and nothing going out they're not going to yeah. need your service so you need to be able to future proof and future proof is in one week future one month's future 12 mm. months future so i still consider one week as a future proof yeah have you got enough money in your cash flow to survive next week and all the bills that are coming out because you've got yeah. this loan payment or this is yeah no and I think I think I mentioned it was at last episode or the episode before on how my partner he likes to have three months of wages yes in the account at any moment just in case something happens because yeah you need to your staff is one of the big things Mm. when I do my cash flow I have it set up in my the spendings in the the must have and mm-hmm. another section on, you know, what we need to spend. And the must-haves are the things that you've got no control over. Like bank fees come out whether you like them or not. Your direct yeah. debits come out, you cannot stop them. And tax, wages. GST. <laughs> Honestly, tax and GST, you know, it well, should, yeah, you can. should be. But, but the thing is, but wages is one of my must-dos. You've got yes. to look after employees. But paying for your creditors, paying for, you know, other things, I put them in a separate section because... If you don't pay it this week, maybe you can pay it next week. But wages? You need your employees. Anyone who has employees, you need your employees. Yes. Um, so. But there's also legislation future. and law that states that, well, yeah, that employees must be paid within yes. certain. I know when I worked in the construction industry, um, under the EBA that they were in, mm. if they were not paid within 48 hours of the end of the week, then all wages were doubled Wow, I didn't actually know it was double. Yeah, no, but this was written in the EBA that they had for it. So it's not necessarily everyone, but you've got to be careful what an EBA has in it because the EBA that this company had, if their wages were not in the bank within 48 hours of the end of the week, of their working week, wages were double time. So with that, you had to keep an eye on public holidays yes you do (laughs) make sure they're paid in time or otherwise it's doubled so you know and yeah it is that was an exception but you've got to be careful of wages and legislation and stuff like that make sure wages are paid so yeah your partner very sensible having three months worth of wages always there to make sure he could cover them no and it's Mm. so important to you know thinking of it now as you know something for your clients as well is a lot of our clients have 
product-based clients or clients who have a rental location to do their business. Mm. They need to be able to pay their office rent. They need to be able to, you know, my business is a clothing business. I need to be able to order stock before I sell it. So I need a large amount of income saved up to then make more income. And that's Mm -hmm. an expense. I know it's going to happen. And it's something that needs to be done on a weekly basis and a monthly basis to keep on track of it. And your cash flow needs to be future proofed for that. Yes. And it's something that I find when you talk about it like that, when it's in relation to something that is really important to the business, it makes it mm-hmm. easier for the your clients to understand why you need to go through this with them. Yes. Because, you know, I'm from the industry, but fashion people are notoriously careless with their cash flow. They legitimately do oh, look yeah. at it. Yeah. They look yeah, at their bank yeah. account and they're like, no, no, we're fine. It's like, well, no, no. In two weeks, you have to pay $20,000 for yes. a new order. Do you have yes. that right now? <laughs> That's correct. You know, and a lot of things, you know, for wholesale industries, it's yeah. like that, you know, like, you know, we're putting in an order for product, you know, for because mm-hmm. it's a wholesale, whether it's a rag trag or something else. Yeah. You know, I dealt with a company that imported tools. Yeah. Tools, oh, and as gosh. An and now accounts every month were like $90,000 that you're buying to yeah. import to be able to sell. You've got to have that cash. Yeah, you have to. And it's so important to help put it on their level of things that they care about to help them understand why they need to future-proof it. Um, you know, like I said, rent, rent. Everyone understands the need to pay your rent. Yeah. Um, everyone gets that. So it's... um. It's just, I find it's always really helpful when you put it in that kind of terms to help them understand Mm. why they need to future-proof. Because if you can't pay your rent, you know, yes, luckily during COVID, there were a lot of ways that, you know, people, businesses were supported, but that's not going to continue forever. And if you've got a client that actually earns their income Mm. from rent, yes oh good point (laughs) yes it was a real big thing in a catch-22 these Mm, it was that owned the premises were having to give up their income Mm -hmm. but they still had their expenses of paying their mortgages on those incomes yes yes that's a big thing as well yeah and so as bookkeepers I think this is why we need to understand future proofing if you're working for yourself and you're at home and you don't have employees and you just work out of a home office, no, you might not have all those big expenses, but you must understand them to be able to help your clients that, you know, looking, you know, look at your biggest client and Mm -hmm. look at the expenses that they have on a weekly basis, a monthly basis and go, what if that was you, you know, are you sure that you could have that money all the time Mm -hmm. covered up? you know, to pay for the rent, to pay for that big loan payment that they also have and and stuff like that. So if you have that understanding in yourself, that makes it easier for you to be able to sell that the product of doing a cash flow to them. Because also, unfortunately, as bookkeepers, as I know, you can have the client today, 
but tomorrow they may decide that they don't need your services. So you need to make sure that your business is future-proof, that if that your biggest client decided that they were going to have an in-house bookkeeper rather than use your services, how does that affect you? Exactly. How does yeah. that affect you? Mm. Yeah. Which kind of leads me into my next point a little bit. Um, my <laughs> next reason for having an ongoing monthly cash flow is to create an optimal balance of cash, which yes. just having that there doesn't really need much self-explanation kind of thing for our members or our listeners. But, you know, having that balance of your cash flow yeah, makes a massive di difference. Yeah, it's like your ending bank balance in your transaction account. Mm. What is it you would like it to be? You know, you mm. want a minimum of this amount of money in that account. Mm -hmm. But then also in your savings, which is your future proofing your business, how much money would you like to have in that? Which could be, you know, covering your bass. You know? Yeah, well, and that's, I know a lot of companies yeah. that do that. It's a great idea to do. Yeah. But you need to have the ongoing check-in. You need to know. And until you've actually got months of cash flow organized, you may not know what that optimum level is. Exactly. Exactly. You, know, you, you may not never know what that is until you've actually done cash flow and projected it and actually have, have got past, you mm. know, like three months past cash flow to actually know that, well, I thought I only needed $10,000, but realistically, I now know I need fifteen. Yeah. or I need 20. I was way out. Yeah, that, and to be fair, mm. I'm going to bring up my partner again because I've just been so proud of him these last few years <laughs> where he was one of the ones that he would see cash in his account and he was like, yeah, great, awesome, I'm doing great. And last year, as he started to employ more and more employees, I sat down, I was like, okay, we need to make sure every single end of month, because he mm. pays his employees monthly, Every single end of month, he was going and getting super stressed out, super stressed out because, well, he didn't know if he had enough money. Mm. That was the whole thing. And so we sat down and I was like, okay, your optimal balance of cash you need to have for end of month for your employees is this much. And now mm. he can sit down himself and look at the cash flow reports that his bookkeeper does and goes okay now I need to increase it and he yeah. understands and it, it makes him feel so much better but also um you need to look at things and go which is what I've done mm. you know you're saying he pays monthly well his cash flow is he better off paying weekly because it's easy to find that money um you know that's the same with insurances which mm -hmm. you know bookkeepers can look at I pay my insurances yearly but should you pay it then monthly because that helps your cash flow to find something once a month rather than once a year yeah um you know and you need to look at those type of things to help your cash flow out especially if it's not the best mm -hmm. you know is are you better off paying your bass monthly than paying it quarterly is it easier to find five thousand dollars a month than it is to find fifteen thousand dollars every three months because it's hard to get that through so when you're looking at your optimum balance of cash you've also got to look at the way you're paying things and should mm. you not pay them yearly quarterly but try and pay them weekly or monthly. love it <coughs> absolutely absolutely yeah. and that really takes it into the next reason of being able to properly analyze your working capital, working capital. 
Mm. which that's yeah that is so important and you're so good at doing that as well and explaining it I find Mm. I don't know if you know that but you are (laughs) (laughs) just fun fact (laughs) but that's it This is so important to be able to understand and then have a critical analysis of any businesses working capital. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just to help them continue and grow. Um, Again, Mm -hmm. doesn't need much explanation that one. Everyone knows. Yeah, as I said, it it, it goes straight into it. You're working capital. Yeah. How, you know, are you better off looking at other ways of paying? Yeah. Mm. I love it. I love it. So, what I did was I thought I'd finish this list on a cute little bit and put it, we started this list as short-term planning. Then we went to making sure you know where your money's coming from, where it's gone, helping you create extra cash, future-proofing your business so you can have an optimal, optimal level balance of cash so you can analyze your working capital so that leads us into our seventh reason, yep. long-term Term planning. Plan. And this is one of, so I think cash flow. my favorite things with cash flow is short-term planning and long-term planning because mm-hmm. I am a massive planner and I always have goals and I have the long-term yes. and short-term goals. It drives my husband insane with me because I'm the same, you know. <laughs> I'm, I am a planner and I will say I want to do this. Yes, and it in keeps my me mind, driven. It's, it's, yeah, in my mind, it's 12 months time. In his mind, it's today. And yes. it drives him insane. Yes. But I love my long-term planning and I couldn't live without my long-term planning to know what where I want to be in 12 months time, where yeah, I want and, to be in five months time. Uh, and the clash why we can do that. Where do you want your business to be in 12 months time? Mm-hmm. So you bookkeepers out there, do you want to be sitting by yourself or do you want to have a team of three or four mm-hmm. as your long-term planning? So how are we going to get there? And we need our cash flow to do it so we can hire that first one then that second one. Yeah. You know? know, or is it, you want to retire in five years time, you know? And that's a big one. And I actually know for a fact, we've got, I think mm. there's about seven right now that I'm in the midst of talking to other savvy bookkeepers that are about, some are three years away, some are five years, mm. and then some are about seven years away. Yeah. And that's a big exciting thing to start planning for especially for a bookkeeper are you wanting to retire and are you going to shut your business or are you wanting to retire and then hire someone on so they can take over the business that's right to keep that income through yeah no because retirement is something i'm looking at now Mm. i'm hoping to retire in 10 years time Mm. you know my husband looks at me and goes (laughs) i won't be and i've gone yeah i know you want to retire um But how are we going to afford to retire? You know, you can't rely on superannuation as much as we thought we could. No, and I think COVID Uh, helped with that as well. It helped reminding mm. everyone that, you know, it only goes so far. It only goes so far. Mm. And I think nowadays you can't rely on your old age pension. Yeah. And having parents that do rely on it, it's not a good way to go. Um, So, yeah, you need to be able to long-term financially plan and the good thing is that, yeah, if you're a bookkeeper with a business and you've got people that are employed, if you can slowly just sit back, let them do it, you're still going to have that income coming in so you can 
do what you want in retirement. Ha- live yeah. the high life, live the life you've always wanted. That's, That's the point right. of working so hard and then retiring. That's right. You know, that's so what I told my husband. I don't want to retire at 70. I want to retire at 60. Yeah. You know, I still want to be young enough and fit enough to enjoy life. Why should I go into retirement when I'm stuck in a wheelchair and can't do anything? Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. I, I know we've got to be able to afford to do that. So, yeah. you know, and that's where you can look at your business goals, your business planning to help you be able to do what you want to do. Yeah, whether it's going to set, you know, going into semi retirement first and then full on retirement. Do you want to do the or, or do you want me to do the or? You could be 25 and going, I want a child. Mm. Oh, you poor (laughs) kid. Don't scare them. (laughs) There's a woman with three children, you know, because children are expensive. And how are you going to plan to do that? Are you, maternity leave you're going to put them in childcare with there's you know that extra expense and mm-hmm. yeah. the big choice it is yeah. it's you know and it's but one it's of those cost. things yeah you need to plan or I didn't even write this one down but you know do you want to go on a month or three month holiday are yeah. you you know are you older and do you know that your children are planning on having children what kind of yes. involvement do you want with your grandkids that needs to all be thought about as well I know um, you know yes, all I those things all those things my daughter wants me to retire earlier so then I can be a full-time grandmother looking after her kids <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so no one else can really see what just happened um but Sharon just made the cutest face (laughs) um only the members in our savvy membership just saw the face um but yeah she just made an amazing face of a way of saying no that's not happening (laughs) oh I love the way we do podcasts and get to see each other (laughs) Cash flows have got a lot, you know, yeah. do them personally for yourself, your own personal, you know, day-to-day living with wages, you know, do them for your business, do them for your clients. They help so, so much, which is why I'm so passionate about them. Yeah, yeah. they make they make such a difference. And, you know, whether it's short-term, long-term, everything in between, Yeah, it will just help reduce a lot of your ongoing stress and make you feel a lot more in control of yourself your for your family and for your business mm-hmm. and for your clients actually as well let me add yes, that last that's little it. bit and you know what what is it word of mouth is the biggest advertisement and if you've done that awesome cash flow for your yeah. client and they go speak to someone else hey you need to go and see so-and-so exactly your cash flow increase exactly mm. it's awesome no yeah thank you so much for joining me again sharon it's I love working with our clients and hearing your passion coming through with the cash flow reports. And, you know, as a business development manager, I love being able to have a meeting with you and come away with such a clearer picture of how the businesses are going Mm -hmm. and helping me direct the rest of my day-to-day business, you know, on, you know, making sure that, okay, our clients need more help with templates because they're super stressed out. I need to make sure that I am making them aware of the templates that we have so that we can help and support them. I need to check in on people that I know were interested in getting templates to see how their stress levels are going to see if there's anything we can help with. And 
it makes such a difference. Um, so one of the things that I love, you know, working at off the hook is, is that ability to be able to help so many people. Yeah. You know, I've not just got one business I'm looking after. There's several. And, and I love love about Savvy too. Yeah. (laughs) I love being able to share my experiences to be able to help more people get what they want in life. I mean, life's too short. Yeah. Yeah. Life's too short. We've got to be able to enjoy it and make life easy. Love it. Love it. And I hope, I'm pretty sure you would have helped a couple people with a few of your ideas that you had today. And also just again, spreading your passion. It's so inspiring. I know, to be honest, I am probably after this going to be taking a look at my cash flow as well. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I've always get so inspired when I talk to you about it. So if anyone would like to go online and say thank you or say hi to Sharon, please feel free to join our Facebook group, which is iHeart Bookkeeping. Just make sure you always answer your, the questions that we ask so we can actually admit you. So you can then tag Sharon and say hi to her. Um, But um, thank you so much, Sharon. And I believe we have one more podcast to do. And it's another list. Yeah. Yes, it's another list. So it's going to be a fun one where we're just going to go through a couple different scenarios. And you guys get to enjoy learning from Sharon one more time, which is great. Awesome. So thank you again, Sharon. I hope you guys learned a lot about cash flow today and why it's important for yourself and for your clients, not just your clients. And as always, stay safe, sane and savvy. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week. So subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.